Welcome to the Healthpreneur Podcast. My name is Uriel Kame, New York Times bestselling author, former professional athlete, and founder of Healthpreneur, the world's leading company helping health and fitness experts start and scale high-end coaching businesses. If you want to attract more clients, learn how to convert them without feeling salesy, and deliver an amazing program for them on the back end, if you want to be inspired by what others just like you have gone through and how you can do the same no matter what life goes your way, then you are in the right place. Because every single week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're gonna be bringing you the best to help you take your knowledge and expertise to the next level with your health or fitness coaching business. And if you enjoy what you see and hear and would like to take your business to the next level, then I invite you to check out our free online training over at healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash training. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, how's it going? You're here, welcome back to the show. Today I wanna to talk with you about how to sell to broke people. This is a very common thing that comes up when we talk to a lot of our clients about, hey, like I got so-and-so on the phone and they've got no money, they're living off food stamps or whatever, okay? So I wanna give you two perspective shifts that I think are really important to recognize with respect to this. Number one is life is a mirror of who you are, okay? And you get out really the energy that you project. So if you're getting a lot of people who don't have money on the phone, well, don't blame them. Don't blame your marketing necessarily. Just have a look internally. Have a look at yourself for a second. Because I promise you, if you have a poor or broke mentality, you're more likely to attract those types of people. And I say this with all like the love and respect possible, but that's the reality. Is that you always have to work on yourself first and foremost before you can expect anything in return. You see, what you get in this world is exactly what you can handle right now. So if you want three scoops of ice cream, but every time you get an ice cream, one scoop falls off, you're not going to be able to get three more scoops of ice cream every time. right? If you can't handle a certain level of wealth, you're not going to attract that wealth into your life. If you don't believe you're worthy to make more money, you are going to attract more people into your world who don't believe that they're worthy of making more money or having more money or spending more money or whatever it is. So the first thing to fix with respect to selling to broke people is understanding that you have to look internally inside yourself first because the objection that you have in your mind is what's going to show up on your calls. And even if you don't think this is true for you, you're like, no, like, no, I believe I deserve it. No, no, no. But you really, really, really look at this deep, okay? Because you can't blame external circumstances because everything in this world is a reflection of you. Okay, your world is your projection. So that's the first thing is take 100% ownership of fixing your own stuff. If you want people to buy from you, how are you showing up and buying in the world? If you want someone to invest $3,000 in your coaching program, but you're not willing to do that for your own growth, there's an inconsistency there. You see that, right? So I promise you, if you start buying differently, you will attract people who buy the way you want to buy. If you want people who happily invest in themselves that are committed and are committed, well, here's an idea. Happily invest in yourself and be more committed to your business. Okay? This is how it works. This is how it works. It's a boomerang. I'm telling you, if you start doing this, watch what happens. And I'm not saying, you know, be, be, you know, be reckless with your money because anytime you invest in yourself, even if it's the worst possible coaching program or the worst possible mentor 
you're still going to get value out of it. Listen, I spent $60,000 last year on a, on a mastermind that was <laughs> nowhere near what um, it should have been for that amount of money. But I still did my best to reap the value out of that after my initial like, man, whatever, right? You can play the victim or you could just like, you know, put on your, your big boy pants and get on with the show and take ownership of the situation. So that's the first thing is just kind of change your perspective and your belief system and how you show up with your own money in terms of whether or not you think something's too expensive. If you go to a restaurant, you look at the menu, you're like, oh my God, $32 for a feeling, you know it's too expensive. Catch yourself because that is the level of belief that is stopping the people you want from coming into your business. I want you to look at things on a menu, like literally look at things on a menu and be like, that's it? No problem. I don't, I don't need to spend that, but if I wanted to, I could. Instead of being like, oh my God, that's too expensive. I can never afford that. So whenever you catch yourself, whenever you catch, and listen, I catch my wife on this all the time. I'm like, babe, stop talking about price. Like, stop, like, who cares if you went to Walmart and you had a deal on these Halloween costumes? The kids don't need to hear that stuff because it, it, it projects a mentality of scarcity. And listen, like, she grew up in a very, very different upbringing. Um, I mean, not, 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 not that I grew up in a, in, a, in a lavish household or anything, you know, but if you grew up in a household where the, the commentary around money was, you know, rich people are, are bad or they're scammers, uh, you know, money doesn't grow on trees, we don't have enough, all we can do is pay off our visa card every month, if that's what you're brought up in, that's, that's, that's your default setting. You have to work on correcting that. And please do not expect to go from that mentality to attracting amazing clients who don't have any money issues. Okay, please realize this and understand this. So that's the first thing. Second thing is that you have to get to the level of conviction with what you're offering that you feel totally okay telling someone to go get another credit card to invest in your program. Okay, and if that makes you kind of queasy in your stomach, there's a problem. There's a problem right there. You have to have the level of conviction in what you're doing for someone that you are willing to put them in debt to transform their life. Because you know that if they transform their life with your help, with your help, it's not just about the weight, it's not just about the condition, it's the strategic byproducts that happen as a result of that. So they lose 30 pounds, they have more energy, they're able to wake up earlier in the morning, they're more productive at work, they get that promotion, maybe they get a better job, they make more money, they show up better for their families. They feel better about themselves every single day. They make better food choices because they have more self-worth now. Is that not worth two, three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000? You have to believe that with a 1,000% certainty. And if you don't, you're never going to be able to sell people at a high-ticket level. So as you can tell here, what I'm getting at is the roadblocks you're experiencing are yours. They're not the other people coming into your, into your pipeline. And yes, there might be some people who sneak through the cracks, but the reality is that you're attracting them in the first place. I, like, I'm a very big believer in extreme ownership. Good or bad, everything that happens in your life is your fault. Everything. And if you take ownership of that, what that means is you have control to change it versus playing the victim and saying, man, like, no one has money for this stuff. Everyone I speak to is on welfare or I don't even know how these people are able to, you know, you know, think that they can work with me. You have to be very discerning. Like you have to be number one, very, you have to believe in what you're doing. You have to believe, and I, like, listen, like 
everyone believes in what they're doing. But when, when, when push comes to shove, in my experience, what it comes down to, the, like one of the biggest blocks that people run into is they start to run into imposter syndrome. Oh my God, can I really charge this amount of money? Can I really do this for someone? Can I really transform their life? What if this doesn't work out? You need to fix that. You need to go back to the drawing board and you need to own your shit. You need to feel with a thousand percent certainty that if someone works with you, you can get the result for them. Obviously they have to do the work, but you have to know that what you're doing, your, your process works. When someone is looking to work with us, as long as they meet our criteria, my belief is that you are insane if you don't work with us. It's a mistake of epic proportions if you decide to use another alternative or choose anyone else other than the fact that maybe you just don't like me. That's cool, right? But I believe with every fiber of my being that we can create amazing results together if you do the work. Because listen, like we've helped a lot of people. I don't, I don't need to... Um, I don't need to be convinced that our process works. I know it works. Does it work for every single person? In theory, yes, but most, or not most, but I mean, some people just don't do the work, right? And that's that's on them, right? It's not on us. You know, yes, obviously we provide a massive amount of coaching and accountability and a great system, but if you get someone on the phone and you just don't know how to have a conversation, well, obviously we, you know, we train you on that, but if you're not willing to do the work and improve and, and really feel that you own this, that you can really make sense of this, this price tag, this price tag, that's something you got to work on, right? Go back to the drawing board, fall in love with your program again, like whatever it is, like you don't need to run people through a beta test because the people going through the beta test are not going to do the work anyway. So they're not going to get the results. That's not going to confirm or, or improve your confidence or belief in your program. You need to have faith that you are good enough and that you're just a little bit further ahead or much further ahead than everyone you're serving. Imposter syndrome comes about because we don't feel that we're far enough ahead of the people we're serving, so we might get found out as a fraud. So what does that look like in the health and wellness space? It looks like uh, I'm going to procrastinate by doing all the little things that don't make a difference. I'm going to get another certification so that I can put those letters behind my name so I can feel a little bit more confident about myself and maybe people feel like they can pay me more because I have a few more letters. None of that stuff matters. Okay? None of that stuff matters. The most successful people I know, I know in this space are very good at what they do. So they're, they're great experts and that's it. They don't, have, they don't need a thousand certifications. And if you have that stuff, awesome. But your number one ability to really transform people's lives is your ability to sell them. And I believe that if someone's on the phone with you, if they've gone through your pipeline and they're on the phone with you, they are in a position where they are... Like people don't just do that for the sake of it. Like you don't walk into a car dealership without the intention of buying a car at some point. And I believe that based on how we, you know, based on our perfect client pipeline and the very nature of it, you're only getting people on the phone who are ready to go. And I believe that every single one of them is sellable, assuming that they meet your criteria and you'd actually want to work with them. So when people say, I need to think about it, or this is too expensive, or I can't afford it, all that means is that you don't know how to have a conversation to get them to the point where they're like, oh my God, I have to do this. And that's something you need to work on, right? And that's, that's fine. We all have to work on it, right? That's something we continually work on every single day to be better. So selling to broke people is not about blaming external circumstances for the fact that 
no one has money because people do have money and it's not just about helping wealthy people that's a big thing too is that people think that oh i'm just, I'm just going to target people who like gucci because people like gucci have more money that's not true people might like gucci who don't have money they just like the brand i don't know but at the same time it doesn't necessarily mean that all of their clients are going to be wealthy because just because someone's wealthy it doesn't necessarily mean that they prioritize spending their money with you and in some cases it's actually worse because you know, if someone's a billionaire, they drop $3,000, no big deal if they lose it. So are they really committed to the process? Maybe, maybe not. But if $3,000 is a big deal for someone, I promise you they're not just going to throw it away. They're probably going to show up and do the work because it's like their last $3,000. Okay, so I want you to really think about that. Everyone can be sold assuming that they're looking for a solution you can provide it. And if you know how to lead a conversation that can move them to that better future, it's all possible. So listen, if you want help with this, if you want help having conversations that are not salesy and slimy, but lead to an enrollment without feeling high pressure and pushy, then this is something we help our clients with all the time, every single day. And you know, we'd be happy to talk about if this is something we can help you with as well. So go to workwithyuri.com and fill out a few questions just to tell us a little bit more about your business, where you're at, where you wanna go, what are some of the challenges, and then you'll be able to book a call to speak with us. And on the phone, we'll, uh, we'll figure out Number one, what are you doing right now, right? Why isn't it working? We'll look at where you wanna go, we'll put together a game plan specific for your situation, and if you want our help to deploy that and, and to really hold your hands to the fire to make sure you get those results, then uh, we can talk about what that looks like to work together. But again, no pressure either way. Um, at the very minimum, you'll leave with a really good game plan and a lot more clarity of what to do and what not to do, and that's what it's all about. So workwithyuri.com, thank you so much for tuning in to today. Hope you have an amazing one, and I'll speak with you soon. Ciao. Hey, thanks so much for joining us on this episode of the Health Printer Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, here's what I'd like you to do right now. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the Health Printer Podcast on iTunes, and while you're there, leave us a rating or review. It helps us get in front of more people and change more lives. And if you're ready to start or scale your health or fitness coaching business and want to start getting in front of more people, working with them at a higher level without trading time for money, then I invite you to check out our free seven-figure health business blueprint training, totally free right now, and you can do so at healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash training. For now, thank you so much for joining us. Continue to be great, do great, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.